welcome to the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded for my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca and today I'm on my way to work. Um, yeah, just a, a regular commute trip for Peggy again today. of my time that's where I see her from the most um, so actually the internals is pretty important to me so one of the things that kind of appealed to me um, when I was buying her was the fact that she has a radio quite discreetly fitted um, it's a modern radio and it's hidden in the glove box um, and it's got a little aerial that attaches to the windscreen over near kind of where the camera is actually and um, that's pretty discreet. You can't really see that it's there apart from the, the little bit on the window. Um, and again, a kind of thing that's pretty easily reversible if somebody decided that they didn't like it. It's not kind of made a, a big mess of anything here. It does mean that I'm kind of missing the glove box there, um, but I kind of cope pretty well without it. Um, and the only other thing that's kind of a little bit unusual about it is because it's attached to the windscreen, um, you can't really use the, the windscreen wipers um, when it's going because it affects, um, because the windscreen wipers are metal, it seems to affect the signal a little bit. Um, but to be honest, most of the time I'm listening uh, to my own music via Bluetooth and stuff like that, um, rather than the radio in here. So that, that works perfectly fine and it definitely makes kind of longer journeys and things in her much more enjoyable. Uh, the other thing that was kind of pointed out to us when we were buying her is the seats on the carpet of all her original interior. Um, they've never been changed and based on all of the kind of paperwork and stuff that we've got with her, we can pretty much confirm that that is indeed the case. Um, it does mean that the front seats in particular are a little bit uh, worn and tatty. Um, but as I think you've probably seen in other videos, I've actually got some seat covers made um, for them so that when we're kind of uh, sat in here in summer, they serve the function of meaning that we don't get quite so hot sat on the seats um, because they're made of towel. Um, but also uh, serve the function of tidying up uh, probably the least tidy feature of uh, her inside, which is the, the kind of slightly messy seats. 
but I don't feel the need to kind of replace them or do them up or anything because they're perfectly comfortable um, and I'm pretty happy with them and also I like the, the seat covers um, and the kind of uniqueness that they add to the interior and that they kind of fit with the theme that I've got in here. Um, additionally, because the carpets are original, they are a little bit worn in places. Um, but I just bought some kind of red regular car floor mats um, and have fitted those in kind of all of the footwells. And that again has really also tied in the inside a little bit more together, um, but just protects those original carpets. Like I said, I've gone for a little bit of a theme in here and uh, that is to do with Peggy's namesake. For those of you that don't know, uh, Peggy is named after Peggy Carter from the uh, Marvel Universe. Um, she's a, a 1940s uh, kind of SSR agent. And one of the very first things I did when I um, got Peggy was kind of where the uh, tax disc should be, um, put a little SSR, uh, which is a fictional um, kind of agency, sticker over there in where kind of the tax disc would be uh, and from there I've kind of added little bits and pieces the seat covers are kind of Captain America themed which fits with the kind of stories that Peggy Carter was involved in um, and then I've got kind of some Lego figures and bobbleheads that have come uh, more recently at the front here um, we've got down the bottom some badges that I've kind of cut the pin backs off of and magnetised to my heater um, which works quite well and again it's added a little bit of something interesting. Um, it's always nice when I go to shows um, for little kids to like point through and, and spot some of uh, the kind of Captain America stuff if they recognise it um, but it's also just a kind of point of intrigue for me and it's really satisfying to see the bobblehead going. recently added some crochet dolls of some of the other kind of outfits that she wears that sit on the back seat um, and obviously uh, we've got the name sticker in the in the back window as well so those are all kind of little bits and pieces that I've added um, there in terms of theming the car um, around her name which is quite enjoyable and it also helps me explain to some people why she's called Peggy. Another thing interior wise um, that I'm particularly proud of is uh, Peggy's picnic blanket. Um, being an ex-girl guide I had a camp blanket which had badges and stuff from places that I'd camped and things so I decided that I'd quite like to start a blanket with all of the places that I'd taken Peggy to um, with a little patch on it as well. I've mentioned it before on the podcast um, but I'll be sure to include some footage of it um, as well for you if you're watching on the YouTube channel but it's a nice little addition it sits on the back seats um, and has a, has a use for when we go picnicking and stuff. 
Um, in terms of kind of in front of me, the most obvious uh, difference is uh, Peggy's steering wheel. Uh, the red steering wheel is a pretty recent addition, all things considered. Um, it's something that I've been thinking about for ages, um, but hadn't actually had the opportunity to really do, and I wasn't sure exactly how possible it was going to be um, to get a steering wheel that the, the red paint and things would stick to. Um, but when I found a steering wheel at Thorsby Hall for a fiver, I figured it was worth a go. Um, I didn't do it myself. I figured I'd give the, the steering wheel the best chance it had at surviving. So I had a friend of mine um, who does kind of paintwork and stuff previously um, to have a go at it. Um, it turned out really well. I'm really pleased with it. It also feels really smooth. There are a few kind of nips and things in the paint now. But I've just got myself a little touch-up pen because he told me the colour that it was that he used. Um, so it's reasonably well holding together, to be honest. Um, and it's always a point of interest for people um, to talk about at shows and things like that. One of the first things, actually, that I struggled with interior-wise was the rear-view mirror. Um, and at the time, my parents didn't have kind of a car of this period. Um, on the road or anything. Um, so my dad rooted around in his garage and managed to find um, an extended rear view mirror that he used to use in his Hillman Imps. And so uh, gave that to me to use and it basically gives me the whole view of the back window. So really useful period um, accessory there that adds a little bit to uh, my rear view. Also, interior-wise, uh, something that I always forget to mention is uh, my handbrake cover. Um, I meant to mention it in a podcast a while back about how to make your car more usable when it's hot and things like that, because it's a little adaption that I made actually during the summer um, when I noticed that the, the metal handbrake would get really hot uh, from the heater and stuff. Um, in the summer, it'd be quite hot to touch. So I actually uh, kind of looked around for a little rubber grip that looked like it would fit um, and managed to find for like a five or something on eBay, a Riley Elf rubber hand grip. And it took quite some shoving on. Um, however, once it was on there, it has really made a difference in terms of being able to touch the handbrake um, when it's hot and things like that. Not necessarily something we're worrying about at this time of year, but yeah, definitely makes uh, a little bit of a difference in that regard. Exterior-wise, um, Peggy's got, most obviously, um, and the thing that I think people notice her for the most is the red and white wheels. It's a little bit Marmite. I've had people say that I should have kind of kept them all white and things. But I figured there's a lot of Trafalgar Blue Morris Miners out there, um, so adding a little bit of flair to mine really wasn't going to be too much uh, of a point of issue. And also it means that uh, it's more noticeably mine when I go to shows and things like that, which I quite like. Um, she stands out a little bit from uh, the crowd. So that was something that I did myself uh, about this time last year actually. Uh, Peggy had to come off the road because our driveway was being done. 
Um, so it was something that I wanted to do from the minute I got her, but I was a little bit cautious. Um, and when this opportunity came to basically have her off the road for a little bit and dry the paint uh, really well, that's that's what I did. So really enjoyed uh, having that kind of way of customising them a little bit. Um, and I really like the way that they look in photos and that it kind of ties in with the interior a little bit now as well. Um, another kind of difference that she's got on the outside is these wing mirrors. It's not the kind of traditional placement for a Morris Minor of the period. Usually they'd be literally on the wing. Um, but those aren't particularly useful. I'm not saying these are. Um, they, they have their issues. Um, and also, annoyingly, they are placed in a way that makes it very difficult to open the quarter lights fully. You have to kind of open this window, manoeuvre the quarter light round the wing mirror. Um, so it's not ideal, but they do kind of, this one particularly kind of works, especially as you're trying to pull onto uh, a motorway or an A road or something, a dual carriageway where you, you've got to pull down a slip road. It, it has its benefits for sure. Um, but yeah, they're, they're there, they're a little bit uh, annoying with the quarter lights, but they're, they're useful enough. And I don't think I'll look at changing them really um, until Peggy needs a respray because of the kind of holes and stuff that have been put in the body to put them there. I mentioned kind of two of the stickers that are interior slash exterior, Peggy's name and the SSR one uh, that I put on uh, outside side Peggy but I've also more recently added a little passenger seat podcast one um, and a Morris Minor Young Members one. I was a bit kind of slow and, and unsure about if I wanted to put lots of stickers and stuff on the windows um, so I'm just being selective and putting a few for the time being that I've spent a bit of time thinking about um, but the, the little passenger seat podcast one uh, seemed like a good idea and I like how it looks next to the, the Morris Minor Young Members one. Also, one of the very first things we did um, was fit a locking fuel cap. Um, she had just a normal kind of twist off one. Um, so that was one of the very first things I remember kind of buying for the car was a locking fuel cap. Um, just so that being in daily use and things like that, I was never going to come to my car and find that all the fuel had been siphoned off. Um, too easily so that that was definitely a, a good decision in terms of that um, and definitely something I'd recommend it's it's very barely noticeable I've kept her original fuel cap um, that was on the car um, safe in her kind of box of bits and bobs that she came with uh, much like the original steering wheel kept that as well um, but for my use, the locking uh, fuel cap is a, an excellent accessory to have, especially if you're daily in the car. And that kind of leads us to our last kind of visible modification uh, outside the car, and that's her exhaust. I've had a few people note that it looks a bit bigger than the usual Morris exhaust, and it certainly sounds it as well. Um, and that's because it, it's not an original one, it is a bigger one. I don't know exactly what it is. I know that it drops very low below the car, so I have to be quite careful on um, speed bumps. But it looks like it's been on there for quite some while. Uh, I found a little while ago um, photos of her from about 2014 um, up on the internet on Flickr. 
and um, in those photos she's got this exhaust fitted and much of the modifications that we'll move on to in the engine bay. Um, so I believe it was probably done with all of those at the same sort of time. When that was, it's difficult to place because I haven't really found it mentioned in the paperwork. So it might even predate uh, the kind of very first bits of paperwork, which were 1993. So moving on to the mechanicals and the engine bay. That exhaust comes under the car and goes into the uh, Howley manifold um, and I'll be honest I did not realize that that manifold was anything in particular special anything unusual um, purely because I hadn't seen any other Morris Minor engine bays at the time when I bought her um, and I'm not saying that it's particularly special um, but it's got quite an interesting history the Howley company and it tends to be used on racing minis so when we put that Howley manifold with the kind of bigger board exhaust um, as well as the uh, HS2 I think uh, carb that she's got in the there it seems that she was definitely uh, being considered for doing a little bit more than uh, Morris Minor usually does quite comfortably and I can definitely feel that she, she does do that she also has a um, air filter set up slightly differently um, that's because uh, based on those photos that I found on Flickr she used to have a very different uh, air filter fitted that wasn't very good and then someone's gone back and kind of fitted one that looks a little bit more original um, but looks a little bit different in position to some other people's um, ones because of the exhaust and the manifolds and stuff like that sitting differently on that side. Um, we've also got the five-speed gearbox in Peggy um, and I remember my dad kind of saying that actually it was quite a, a good modification to have because it wasn't going to be that visible uh, to anybody outside um, as if I was going to be worried about originality two years down the line. Um, but it's definitely a good modification for Peggy um, in terms of me being able to do kind of pretty happy cruising speeds. Um, I'm not sure how much it helps with kind of fuel economy and things like that. Um, but it means that it's a little bit less noisy when we're at 60, 60 plus uh, cruising on motorways and things like that on some of our longer journeys. Um, uh, and yeah, just acts a little bit, I guess, like an override gearbox in, in that regard, overdrive gearbox in that regard. Um, so we've got all of these things to make Peggy a little bit nippier, a little bit uh, more rapid. Um, and thankfully, when they were making all of these modifications, they also made the decision to fit uh, a brake servo. She's still running on drum brakes all round, um, but we have got a, a little brake servo which works quite well. Um, I haven't had any issues with her stopping, especially when um, other kind of drivers have done things that I haven't been able to predict. Um, it's, it's worked reasonably well in that regard, so I haven't had too much of a problem there.
Now, a lot of these alterations are things that I've, uh, I've not made. They're ones that she kind of came with. In terms of the modifications mechanical-wise that I've made, um, the only big changes that have happened um, you've heard about on the podcast, and that was the fitting of the alternator last year when the dynamo uh, decided it had had enough um, and was very worn and things like that. And also the fitting of the uh, 74 degrees uh, thermostat. Um, I haven't had the need to kind of change it um, back to like an 88 or whatever at winter, which I know some people do do. Um, but it's it's worked reasonably well for kind of what I need, and because she's kind of garaged and stuff at, in in winter, again not come across that issue there. So she's still running on the 74 degrees thermostat, um, and we still get reasonably warm um, in here off of that. So not really a, a big issue there, and uh, the alternator is still working pretty well and uh, that's always reassuring that we, we've got some charge and things like that going back into the battery. Recently when we went to the NEC in November uh, my dad found a snail shell horn and having got one of those fitted to his A40 Farina he's a big advocate of how kind of loud and uh, in your face they are so we fitted one of those to Peggy uh, quite recently and it really does have quite the impact when you press it. So from, from checking my notes, seems that that's pretty much everything for me to cover. If you've been watching on YouTube, I've hopefully had a chance to kind of film some footage and some walk around of some of this as well, so that you can see some of these slight differences in action for the very first time. Um, and you've really enjoyed uh, hearing about the kind of comprehensive list. I know that a lot of things have been mentioned individually um, throughout the, the running of the podcast. Um, but the comprehensive list of kind of how Peggy is right now. So, thank you very much for listening. Drive safely and happy motoring.